What's good, everybody? What's up? How you doing? How you been? This is the happy hour. Mm -hmm. I'm Cousin P. May May. That is my co-host. Hi. My, my co-host, my host, May May. <laughs> and yesterday was her birthday. Oh, yes. Oh, woo woo. Hey, go ahead and hit the applause for us, bartender. Yeah, That's there right. we go. That was my day. It was actually, it was a really good day. Yeah. I got, I, I got to be on my final Okay. And then they there gave us a big ass box of makeup because that's going to be part of literally like it was like the best birthday present. And oh, this for real? huge ass box of makeup, like six or seven palettes and all this type of stuff. They give you like name brand stuff or yeah. just like some. Yeah. The, yeah. It's it is like make, brand makeup artist use. Okay. And I'm excited. It's like we get to keep it and experiment with it for school. That's lit. That's like, yeah. lit. That's lit. Okay. Well, first off, thank you everybody for watching uh, and for listening. Mm -hmm. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, and post your opinions. Remember, in order for you to be eligible for this series' uh, contest, you have to comment or else you won't be eligible. Okay. Um, now, if you didn't put comment on the last video, that was because there wasn't one. I do apologize. There was a little error in the, the video, so it was not able to upload. But for sure, we'll be able to get this one on the platform. Um, and then all those who are listening on the streaming services, thank you again for listening. But make sure you leave a review this time. So that way, it's on the home screen. You know what I mean? So there you go. Yep. Uh, bartender, what are we sipping on today? A little thing I like to call the mega mudslide. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and test this out real quick. It's got some little some white chocolate, some some cream liqueur, some Irish cream, you know what I mean? And uh Ooh, <laughs> ooh that's bomb. That's bomb. That's really good. That's hella good. I'm okay. disappointed I didn't get any mustaches on the first guy. Gosh. I'm glad I got a I got a little one. That's this heat. is really good. That's heat. Especially, that is my favorite, I think. Especially for it being hella hot. So um, let's go ahead and review last week's menu. Mm -hmm. Okay. So from last week's menu, we we actually <laughs> we had talked about a lot of shit we, last week. We debated about a lot of different topics, but the one that stood out to, to us the most was are you obligated? So basically the, the question was if like your <laughs> bartender, what, what was the question? Let me go ahead and let you ask the question because you were listening in on this, right? If you ask your partner something about their past. Are they obligated to tell you? Okay. Now, what was your stance, Megan? Uh, my stance? <clears throat> well, okay. Let me just put this in there. When we created the question, I didn't like the word obligated. But that's how you were making it sound. But I don't like the word. <laughs> okay. I don't like the word. But, but the word was... A, okay. Anyway. It was true it in definition. Like it, you know it, it just makes it sound so harsh. Because I just... I feel like if your partner does ask you a question about your past, you should be open about it. Like, I don't see a reason why. I, I, there are certain circumstances I can understand for, like, trauma. That stuff is, like, I feel like not okay to really, like, ask about, like, trauma, trauma, mm -hmm. you know? But if it's just, like, normal ass shit and you ask a question, like, they should be able to be honest with you. Okay. It would make me think that they're hiding something. Like, why can't you tell me? Trauma. Well, I mean, you, you, you just said it. So like everything. But you also <sighs> can at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, not for everything, but I'm saying, like, anything could be a traumatic experience for you right like everyone has had a phase or or some challenges in life mm -hmm. and we either succumb to those challenges and kind of became that or we changed from it we grew from it and then that's the person that you end up get, you know 
get in a relationship with. That's why I don't believe that your partner is obligated to tell you, because if it's something that's traumatic to them, then they don't have to tell you. Or even if, let's say the action that you're asking about wasn't necessarily the traumatic portion of it, mm-hmm. but what happened in return was the traumatic portion of it, right? Like, for example, like, I mean, I already talked about when me and my baby mama split, that wasn't traumatic. You know, me and me and her, you know, splitting away from each other wasn't the traumatic, you know, event, but it was all the repercussions of it. It was everything that came following that. Right. So now, granted, when, when you know, my wife has asked me, that's something that I told her openly. And that was actually something I told her even before, you know, we ever got together. But there are certain things that I just don't feel comfortable with reliving. And I think, you know, a partner should respect that. Now, I do agree with you. Everybody should want to be open because that just says that you trust that person. However, once again, they're not obligated to. I didn't like that word to begin with. Here we go. Even today, when we were going to, we post the question today to get everyone's answers. And I was like, we need to rechange the question because I didn't like the question originally. I think it just came down to the answer. And, you know, so the, so the way I phrased it on mine, you know, when I posted on Instagram Mm -hmm. and all that was. You know, basically, yes, you know, they have to be open. But then I also put, because I do understand what you're saying, right? Yes, they should want to be open, but it depends. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's one of those things where like, yeah, um, they, they shouldn't be hiding everything or they shouldn't be so concerned about telling me certain things. Um, and if they were, then that would... That would be a red flag in, in one way, I guess, on, on their part. But then that would also tell me a little bit about our relationship, too. You know what I mean? Like if if like let's say I was asking, um, let's say they had a bad relationship with their sister. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was asking my wife about her relationship with her sister and why is it so bad? And, you know, and she told me she wasn't able to tell me like or she didn't want to tell me. That just tells me that she doesn't trust me. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I need to look into, OK, what am I doing in this relationship that's making it to where she can't trust me or she doesn't feel like she can give that information to me and that information is not going to hurt her. Because truthfully, that's why people don't want to talk about certain things. It's because they're afraid it's going to hurt them. Yeah, but... um, I don't feel like you should have to look into yourself because they won't tell you. I think you always should I, I think I think you should always look both ways. Like... For certain situations, but if they're not willing to open, why would that have anything to do with you if they're your person? Because it's about... You don't feel safe? It's a Yeah, it's about trust. It is. I mean, like, it's... You can even go, like, a step further. It's like sex, right? Like, if someone's not having sex with you, it, it you know, maybe you should look at yourself, too. It could be something with them. Like, maybe they have confidence issues and they're just, like, super nervous about that. You know, or they've had a really terrible experience that's made them a little bit closed off. Or maybe they're just not attracted to you. Or maybe you haven't made them feel safe. Maybe someone else made them feel scared about it. But then you also make them feel scared about it, too. Well, then they should be able to. I don't know. I feel like it just makes it like it's like a get out plan for them not be able to take accountability for not being being able to, like, open up. I understand there's trauma, but like there's just certain things where it's like just doesn't make sense to me. 
I guess. I mean, it's and besides, if if your if your partner asked you, okay, and then you were like, I don't feel comfortable with. There's like a lot of trauma. I can see that response, but you just being like, I don't want to talk about it without explaining why. At least going a little bit in depth to to give me some sort of answer that would piss me off, and that's when I feel like that's bullshit. Okay, I'm I'm gonna push back just a a little bit, and I'm guys, and I'm I'm all for team. No means no. Okay, but in this day and age, you can't like I, I don't like um, I don't like double standards and I don't like these like dabbling in these gray areas where, you know, one thing is respected, but then another thing is not. OK, if I want to have sex with a girl. And she gives me a half. Yes, means it's not a sure Sure, you know, yes, mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not even a sure no, but it's a half yes, it's still a no, right? Do I then need to go and ask more questions? No, because that would make that person feel even more uncomfortable. But those that are two me... different situations. You can't just put the same formula, the same for each situation. But you, you can though. That, and that's like, and I guess that's where, I guess that's where me and you differ in a lot of like some of the things that we debate on. Is like if if it's a rule for one thing, then it's a rule for all the things that kind of fit into that bracket. But that doesn't that can't, like talking about something and having sex with somebody that's not in the same bracket. That shouldn't be the same. No, but it's the no. That's what I'm talking about. Like it's if I say no, like if, if you ask me about something and like now nah, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Disrespect it. If you don't, you know, want to have sex, say no. And I don't want to have sex. And I'm not going. I'm not going to ask you more about it. This is what it is. But I feel like that's different. Okay, I, I I get that, and I think most I think most people, women would. I think is that what you're gonna I don't say. Think just most women. I, heard, I, I saw your lips turn into a W. <laughs> I saw it, and you held I mean, back. <laughs> look at me trying to be political correct. No, I, I I mean you're probably right. Mm. I was probably gonna say women. Right. I'm not gonna say that I was gonna say it, but I was probably gonna because say I it. said it. He's gonna say it, so it's okay. <laughs> All right, bartender. What was the uh, what was the results for uh, that question? Now I voted no. Megan voted yes. So what were the uh, the results here? I'm really, really wishing I had some kind of snare drum here so I could just drum roll for you guys. I know I got to put that on the sound. Yeah, the, this is the second time bartender's been requesting that. Man, oh man, it'd be know, really I'm good so for when I'm keeping them in suspense. <laughs> I'm gonna make two uh, SD cards now for <laughs> for different episodes. That's well, what we do. Yeses got 32 and noes got 39. Oh. It was really close. That was Whatever. pretty close. Were you gonna, were you gonna I was, I was. Give me it. There you go. I went. <laughs> um, so there we go. One, zero. Now, by the way, we, we, go to, we go to five. And the last winners won $100. Okay, it was Ooh. not... It was not a hundred dollar Amazon card. It wasn't a hundred dollar fucking elephant bar card. I don't even think elephant bar doesn't even exist anymore. But what I'm saying is, it was a hundred dollars <laughs> Visa. It was your money. You could do whatever you want with it. But this time, once again, you had to subscribe. You had to make sure you comment. Mm-hmm. All right. So we did not get to answer the public last time. So we're gonna go ahead and do that before we do the this main is my course. Favorite. So bartender. Let's go ahead and and jump into some of these uh, answer the publics. Now let's let's get to um, the questions that people were asking us. Okay, and then when we run out of those, we can do the truth or nos. But let's go ahead and get to the questions that the public were directly asking us. Okay, okay. 
one that uh, we didn't have time for last time was uh, how do you handle cheating accusations? Woo, that's a that's a big one. I want to hear your answer first. How do you, how do you handle cheating accusations? You show them no evidence. You show them the evidence that there's no cheating. I mean, I would be upset because I because I'd be like, well, why do you think that? I would be upset a little bit, but I would show them that I'm not. I don't know how loud I loud I will be loud I would be trying to show him that I wasn't cheating, uh, but I would show him. Yeah, I um. And then I'd probably call him like a dumbass or something. So like you, you would basically ask, you know, like, oh, well, okay. So if someone claimed that you were cheating, then you give them your phone, you let them have your, yeah, your, because your that's, Facebook that's password and all that stuff. In, you guys well, make a joint it's not account. That I wouldn't give him my passwords. I, I have everything open on my phone so he could just search through my phone. I don't even have a lock on my phone. So for him to accuse me of cheating, I would just be pissed. I'd be like, what the fuck? I don't give you any reason. None. Mm. Um, well, I'm just, cause I'm thinking about my current relationship, but like, yeah, no, I would be pissed about it, Yeah. but I would show them my phone. I would instantly do it because if you instantly do it, it's not like I can be like, Oh, well, I'll show you my phone later. You know, some bullshit. Like it makes you, <laughs> it makes you look innocent. Yeah. I hear that. And I, you know, in the past I've done that. Um, but what, what I would say is that, I don't know, I, I feel, I mean, I haven't been in every relationship and I can't say nine times out of ten because I haven't been in ten relationships where I've been accused of cheating. But I would say a good, like, 75%, that's just not good enough. You know? It's weird. Because, like, I, what I would say, um, if if I got cheating accusations, I would do the exact same thing, right? I would show all evidence of me not cheating. But then I would also question the source. Yeah, like, where'd where the you, fuck is it coming from? Yeah, like, where did you hear that from? Like, was it your friends? Was it blah, blah, blah? Okay, cool. That one friend that doesn't like you, that's waiting for you guys to break up? Yeah. Probably her. Yeah, like, okay, cool. Well, let's talk about that. Where did she see me cheating? Who did she, she, you know, see me cheating with? Okay, what time was that at? Okay, let's go ahead and, and cross-reference. Like, I don't know, I, I feel like I... You would, you would prove as, to her that, that it's not true. Yeah, like, as a man, like, I feel like you have to go further, you know, like, because... Uh, I, I've, I've, like I said, I've had that happen quite a bit, you know, not in my current relationship, but in like past ones. And it's always like, it, it's a lingering thing, you know, like it's never like one thing that just goes away. And it, it's really unfortunate. Because once that super, that super suspicion, suspicion, <laughs> wrong word. Once that suspicion is there, then it's really hard to let go of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would just say, I don't know, keep, keep fighting and, but, but. Don't I, don't I, victimize yourself. Yeah, and don't let it become toxic. Like, if that person still doesn't believe you after proving yourself, most likely that person will never believe you. Yeah. And it's just that relationship should just honestly be over at that point because it's just not going to go forward. It'll go forward like two steps and then then back about 50. Yeah. And that's not healthy. So I would just say, like, honestly, if, like, if they kept accusing me of cheating, I would just leave. Do you, um, <clears throat> are, you are you one of those people that, what? I agree with the statement where if someone accuses you of cheating, that means they're cheating themselves. Um, I don't think that's always true. I've been in it. Actually, no, he never accused me. He was a cheater, but he never accused me of cheating. But uh, no, I don't I don't believe that because mm -hmm. I do believe like, OK, people have trauma, so they might have stuff that might trigger. OK. OK. And they should be able to talk about that. Yeah. And um. <laughs> 
<laughs> See how you snuck that I in did. there? I did. I did because I'm right. Um, and then... <laughs> 39 people who agreed otherwise. You probably told all your friends to vote no. I sure it's okay. don't. You're not. <laughs> I really don't. Nine friends that helped you win. Oh, my God. Uh, seven friends. I got to do math right. Okay. So, um, what was the question? The question was, if someone accuses you of cheating, do you automatically get suspicious that they're cheating too or cheating you know, themselves. Oh, no, I don't think that's always true. I think, like, most of the time it could be true, but I don't know the percentage. I would say maybe about, like, 60% of the time that's true. A little bit over half. Because, hmm. like, if you do sneaky stuff and then you see your partner doing possible sneaky stuff, you're going to be like, well, why are you doing that? I know why I'm doing this because I'm cheating. So they're obviously cheating. Doesn't that make sense? No. I mean, I, because, I don't like, know if, if the brain okay, works. If, <laughs> if I was cheating, okay, if I was a uh-huh. cheater, I'm just going to do what Ferran did. He hid his phone all the time. Okay. Okay. If I started to hide my phone and, and not let him see anything like he did to me, he'd be like, oh, she's doing the same shit that I'm doing to her. Okay. I can see that. Something's up. Like someone's cheating. Like she's cheating. How dare you? Even though I'm cheating. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see that. And that's, that's narcissist. Isn't that would be like narcissistic behavior. Like being mad at them for cheating when you're when you cheated as well. Yeah, that'd, that'd probably make them a little bit of a sociopath as well. <sighs> um, bartender, what's the next question we got? What are some ways that you can be intimate without sexual contact? Oh, that's easy. That's just without sexual contact. Okay, so this was actually something I had to learn in in my relationship because, like, I'm like. Not to put all my business out there, <laughs> but I'm like the, I am like the, the sexual driver in my relationship. And my wife is like more, how do I put it? Like, I guess like she needs more like motivation. No, she's like really sensitive. You know what I mean? So like, she needs more like sensitive touch and instead of like more like aggressive or, um, forward, you know, like mm-hmm. advancements. Right. So yeah, I mean, I would say just honestly hugs. <laughs> Hugs are not sexual. Uh, holding someone's hand is not sexual. Um, but going on dates. I mean, just anything, honestly. Like, that doesn't lead to sex. So it's really easy. I feel like this one's a, a pretty easy question. But What's the question again, bartender? It's just describe some ways to be intimate without sex. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, enjoying it. I mean, honestly, it's just like a drawing relationship. Like, I feel like date nights are really fun. Doing some, I feel like doing something... Crafty is always like a good way to get close to someone because you get to see their creative side. Yeah. It's an it's another version of seeing who they are, which I think is always cool. Mm-hmm. Um stuff that I feel like things that make like your brain think, like taking them to a museum, seeing what they think. You uh like I said, you get to see another side of them. So you get to be intimate without being sexual. Right. It's really nice. Go to I don't know. I like the museum answer. I want to go to a museum, but I, I like the museum answer. She, she's giving Jody hints right now. The she's Van Gogh like, thing just dropped in Sacramento, <laughs> and I really want to go. She's giving hints hint, right hint. now. That's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, that I, I was an easy question. What's, what's the next? Or I'm going to beep that out. Uh, what's the next one, bartender? <laughs> uh, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> you what, mate? Um, okay. Malfunction after malfunction. I tried to give you a hint. Awesome. Me? Yeah, I was going like this. Oh, I didn't even realize. 
Okay, what's the question? Are sexless relationships doomed to fail? No. Because I feel like there are people that don't have sex because if that's... I don't know I don't know what it's called. It's called asexual. Yeah, people are asexual. They don't have sex and are perfectly capable of having a healthy relationship. Do I think it's important? Yes. So for that, for that situation, for that, no, I don't think it's doomed. But if you're like a couple that uh, regularly has sex and then you stop, it could definitely, it could definitely damage it. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, I always think, I always think about like, like asexual relationships. (laughs) Like, I I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not laughing at you guys. I'm just laughing at my (laughs) ignorance, I guess. I just can't imagine what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't. Yeah, it's weird. I can't, I can't imagine like not like looking at my partner and then not thinking of sex. Oh, like what do you think? Like what do they think of? Yeah, in that like situation? I always think like, to where myself, their mind like, goes? Yeah, like what? Where, where's the turnoff at? Or where's? I mean, like I said, I'm not I'm not asexual, so I just it's really just a lack of understanding. So uh, just because of my lack of understanding, I, I will have to agree and say, yeah, of course, you know, there's people who are asexual, but. Um, for the other situations. For the other situations, no, I, I don't think so. I think, um, I think, I think there's a period in a relationship where we'll become sexless, but then things will pick back up again, and I think um, that period is different for everybody else. You know, like or for for you know different couples. Like some mm-hmm. some couples, it could take a couple of years. And it could be due to like some type of trauma within the relationship. It could be um, due to more, I guess, vain things, which I mean, I don't really consider attraction vain, but other people might. But yeah, I mean, it could be that, you know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, if it's, if it's not, if the attraction is not there, the sex won't be there. Um, The sex will try to be there, but it just will be forced. And then eventually it will stop. Um, I don't think that those relationships though are failed to do. That, that's I guess that's my answer is, is is as long as you work on it and you and your partner have communication about why that's happening. You have to be honest about it as well. Yeah. Some people aren't honest. They don't want to hurt feelings. Yeah, that's it. That's it. OK, um, let's go ahead and move into the main course. All right. So we got some uh, some interesting topics here. Now you sent me just about all these things via video or, or something or one or the other, um, and the one that was the, the that caught my eye the most was the first one. So it said sometimes you have to throw the things you did for people back in their faces. I totally agree with that. You agree with that? I agree with that because some people will take advantage of you, and but at at the time that you're helping them they won't act they won't they won't like act like it's a problem that you're helping them or anything they'll accept it mm-hmm. and then when you tell them i've done this for you well i didn't ask you to yeah well motherfucker you didn't stop me either so that's on you you can't like you can't like be mad i did something for you and if you're going to treat me like that i'm going to shove it in your face i did this for you and you're going to treat me like that i feel like there's certain things that like deserve respect for situations like Okay, I should probably go in more depth than that. Um, I mean, so I guess here's my question off of that. Has it ever worked? Meaning, like, have you ever thrown something 
back in somebody's face. And then they went, you know what, Megan? You're right. You did all those things for me. I'm so sorry. Let's be best friends again. Like, has it ever worked for you? It's not really about trying to go back to the situation. It's about standing up for yourself. Like, how do you treat me like that? Like, I'm standing, like, you're standing up for yourself by saying, I did this for you and all this type of shit. So in other words, it's like a, a defense tactic. I mean, because that's really, that's the way you're describing it. It's like something like if if I'm, you know, if someone is doing something to me, then in order for me to protect myself or whatever, or stand up for myself, I need to do this. That's just one way you can. I feel like you should definitely throw things in people's face if you do. Not all the time, but I do feel like it's warranted sometimes. It, it is warranted sometimes. Okay. Um, this is an extreme situation, <laughs> but, but there's other, this is just literally the first thing that popped in my head. So there was this girl that was dating this guy uh-huh. and this guy needed, um, a liver, uh, kidney, a kidney replacement. You got, yeah. you got two kidneys. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I know the story, but go ahead. He needed a kidney transplant. So they did a kidney transplant and then he dumped her. Yeah. I know the story. I would, I would throw that in his face. Why? I mean, I gave you a part of my body, and you're, and I. He cheated on her. Was the thing he cheated on her? So I did. I yes, he did. I gave you a piece of me, literally, not figuratively. I didn't give you a piece of my heart. I gave you a piece of me, and your dumb ass is gonna go take that and cheat. Can you sue for that? Thanks, love. Cheers. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I don't know. No, because technically you're giving that organ to them, so it's theirs. You, I mean, what would you oh, yeah. what would you sue for? Emotional I want my kidney distress. back. No, no, you don't you don't sue for things back. You sue for compensation. Like, look, I gave you my kidney with the expectation that we were supposed to be together. Not only did you break up with me, but I, I'm just throwing this out there. I don't know. Dude, Judge Judy would have can. none of that. I'm not I'm not a lawyer. She'd be like, is there a contract? No. Get out of my get out of my car. Oh my god. I make a contract. I, oh, I was just about to say, I would definitely make a contract. If I give you a piece of me, we are together forever. <laughs> you have to, you have to, if you want this kidney, you got to marry me now. Okay, but we've been together for five days. Don't need a kidney. I, don't act like that's such an extreme thing that happens all the time. People, that, that, I just that's. Well, I just want to say, technically, they'd still be together with you forever because you're, bo- <laughs> you're in their body. I knew, I so. knew as soon as you said, oh, I knew you were going to say I that. Need a, I need a fucking for that shit. Yeah, you need to get him his own soundbar. I totally do. I'm going to push back and say there's never a time to do that. You can. It's it's once again, it's just like this thing that you do that you feel like you need to do to protect yourself. But it's also therapeutic. Like you're you're saying I'm a bad person. I don't do anything for you. No, I did all these things for you. So you can go fuck yourself. That's therapeutic. Yeah. Oh, wow. I have. I mean, I guess I guess maybe we're just really different people. I am not confrontational. I don't like confrontation. So engaging in confrontation has never been therapeutic for me. Like even if I was right. You know what I mean? Like, even if I did all those things for this person and this person did absolutely jack shit for me and then, you know, cross me like that's just it is what it is. I I even have friends like or not even friends. I don't even call them friends. People who were friends who we have completely cut off the communication. We don't talk anymore. We were once close. I did all this stuff for them. I never had to tell them about it. The, the, um, you know, the repercussion is that they're cut off from my life. Yeah, but that's different. That's like kind of drifting away from people. I'm talking about like oh, if you're I didn't drift on, from these people. I cut them off. Literally, just cut them off. Yeah, it's done. No more communication. Hey, they called me up. Like, hey, no, don't call me no more. And that was it. 
no explanation. No, hey, you, uh, you, you know, you were trying to haul out my baby mama, even though we was family and all that shit. I didn't go into all those details. I just went to that detail just now. I you didn't know, know who that. You are. But, but. You got to tell me later. It was, <laughs> I, I want to hear that story. But, you know, that's what it was. It was just, hey, don't call me no more. That was it. Hmm. It was, I didn't need to go into, hey, you owe me a thousand dollars. I didn't do that. I didn't. I didn't need to. Go, <laughs> I didn't need to go into all those details. I had. A, I had a family member who did a similar situation to another family member of mine. Yeah, that sounds so similar, and we don't talk to her no more. Yeah. So I think this is kind of goes right on par though with like our last conversation, which it's was. Just, I mean, so this is one thing that we disagreed on pretty heavily. Is like I'm. I'm on team. Just move the fuck on. I'm on team. Don't waste time with people who don't want to be in your life. I'm on that. I'm on that squad. You know what I mean. So like, if 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 I'm having a disagreement with somebody, first off, especially the people who I want to stay in my life will never get treated like that. You know what I mean? Like, like what? Like if me and my wife got into an argument, mm-hmm. which we do, um, there are plenty of things that I could throw in her face. Would I ever? No, because it doesn't solve anything, right? If it was a friend that I wanted to stay in my life, would I throw those things in his face? No, because it wouldn't solve anything. It would actually make that person probably even more irate. And it takes this thing that they could be grateful for. And it now adds like this element of, you know, something that they can now be upset about. Like, fuck, I'll never take anything from you again. You know what I mean? Like, I actually, I I actually have, I have a good, I have, there's someone in my life who will always be in my life because this is how we're connected. And, um, you know, they, from time to time, want to throw things in our face. And when they do that, it, it just reminds me, like, shit, I don't ever want to take anything from you. Like, anytime you want to offer something, no. Okay, I want to put like, it... <clears throat> okay, hold on. Go ahead. Let me put a stimula- stipulation on this, because when I... I, I found this, and I, I sent this to you. Yeah. When I think of this, I'm thinking of, like, if you're arguing for somebody, and they're bringing you down saying you they never did anything for you or you're just a trash person then you stand up for yourself and be like no i did this this and this from you and then you decide where to go but i'm not talking about your situations of doing that like they're they're different like if i'm having a full-on argument and my boyfriend is telling me that i've never done anything for him and i'm just trash i'd be like no i did this this and this for you that's exactly what i would do but it's yeah, like certain situations. I don't think for like everything. Like if I did something for my sister yeah. and we get an argument randomly, I'm just going to throw something else in her face. Like that's not, that's not it. Mm. I guess I just, I wouldn't, cause I wouldn't get the re- reaction I wanted either. Like, like let's say it was someone who I was cutting off. Right. And we got into that argument and I, and they were like, you didn't never done, you know, you never done anything for me, blah, blah, blah. And I went, no, I went, you know, I did this, this, and this for you. That person is not going to give me the satisfaction that I, that I'm looking for. They're not going to agree with me. I'm not looking for their satisfaction. It makes me feel good because I'm proving no, but them I'm saying wrong. Like even if okay, so that and that's I guess we're once again me and you differ because if I were to throw all those things out and go, hey, you know, so and so, I did this and this and this for you, and then they went and said that shit didn't that didn't mean shit to me. Blah blah. Like now, like how does my pride really feel at that point? That, that I would really be like, a, fuck you. I'm gonna take my efforts and go to someone else who's gonna appreciate it. Hey, that's not gonna bring me I down. You don't that. appreciate the shit I do for you. You can take that and go shove it. I could start that real. process five minutes ago. I ain't got no. Tell it's you. not gonna. It's not gonna hurt my feelings if they're like, oh well, I don't give a fuck. You shouldn't have done that for oh, me. It would hurt mine. It wouldn't because it would. no, no. For, for me, it would. 
It would. If, if Jody said that to me, yeah. But a friend-wise, I'd be like, no, dude, fuck you. That's not true. Because we've had conversations where friends have done that. And you felt that way. Yeah, and I've grown past that. I don't want to feel like that anymore. That's, but that's, I think that's why it would be easier to move on. Right? Like, imagine, imagine if... I'm not going to put any names out there, but let's imagine like one of the friends that who you were really close with started showing signs of not being your friend, you know, unfriendliness. Right. And instead of either trying to keep that, you know, like friendship that wasn't mutual or even further progressing some of the negativity mm-hmm. and you just moved on from it, wouldn't have things possibly going a little bit smoother. No, because I wouldn't have let her know how I feel. Like, why would I let that person get? I just want my. I want to be heard. I'm talking about thing. for your life. One of the things going a little bit smoothly for your life. Because that, that's because that's really. I mean, I'm not like, I don't. I try not to get caught up in moments. You know what I mean? Because like, it, it's fleeting. It happens. Boom. It's done. You gotta try to think about what, what type of consequences it's gonna have on your on your real life, mm-hmm. right? personally and and you could you could disagree i think that if things would have been cut off a little bit sooner things would have been smoother oh i agree with that but i still would have voiced my opinion like this is some bullshit but like i know what example you're using and um it wasn't that long ago but like i look because we've had this conversation before but it was it was different it wasn't like this type of like conversation um i felt weak because she basically was like i don't give a fuck and blah 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 and it made me feel weak but at the end of the day i still voiced my opinion that made me feel good so what i need to work on or have worked on is not giving a fuck and just standing up for myself and that's that's what i do now like me and my sister bicker more because i stand up for myself more because we get into it so i don't know i mean it is more more drama bickering but i stand up for myself and Mm. i feel good about it I don't want to be walked all over. I've been walked all over in so many friendships and shit like that. It's not happening anymore. Okay. I, I, I hear you. I think, um, I think there will become a point where you'll learn how to stand up for yourself and it without the confrontational aspect. Of I it. know I, how I, to, I, but it turns into, it's not, if I, it's not my fault, if I can do it and well, I were getting confrontational right now, but <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> I know how to, I know how to have a conversation. I yeah. know. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Honestly, I know how to yeah. have an adult conversation and talk about something that's bugging me, but it's hard sometimes if I'm talking to someone that doesn't know how to, mm-hmm. because like, you know, once you, Fill that cup and it starts to overfill. You get ang- I don't know. How, I don't know an example, but that's what I think of. Like when you fill a cup to the point and it overfills, then I would get confrontational at that point. Does it make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, I, 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 like I, do. I could, I could deal actually, with all your rudeness, right? And then it gets right up to the top and it starts to overfill. That's when I explode. I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to take it no more. Mm. And that's when I get confrontational sometimes because okay. it's annoying. Like, why can't you have an adult conversation? It's not that hard. It's not. No. I mean, I'm dramatic right now, but I know how to be calmer when talking about something serious. I, I, I and you're you sure laughing do. like I don't. No, no, no. Well, no, we've no. never had to have a, have a conversation no, like that. I'm, I'm not laughing at at at, at that. I'm, mm. I'm act, I am laughing, but I'm not mm-hmm. laughing at that. I'm laughing at. Um, I'm I'm telling you, you there's so even to take your your example about the cup overfilling, and it's funny because I I use that example with a lot of different things. Okay. 
I I use it as an example of this. Okay, you you have a cup, and then the people around you are like a saucer, right? When you have a like a teacup, right? The old teacups they usually go like on a saucer, right? If my teacup or my cup starts to overflow, the people around me, my loved ones, the people who are in my circle, because that's what you know shape is in. Those are the people who get to catch and lift me up. Those are the people who get to catch the the overflowing, right? So to use that in, in a real life example, if I have a problem okay. with somebody, I don't get confrontational with that person I have a, con- I have a problem with. I say my piece in an non-confrontational manner. Hey, this is where we need to arrive to. This is my point. What is your point? I see your point. This is where we can get to. Oh, you still don't understand? I'm frustrated. Let me go talk to my friends. Let me go talk to my family members. Let me go talk to my saucer. You get what I'm saying? So th- that's, I guess that's what I'm laughing at. It's like, there, there's, there's a point where you'll learn how to be comfort, I guess, get through confrontation without being confrontational. It's just being assertive. No, no, there, yes, you can be assertive without being confrontational, right? When I get into an argument or a debate with somebody, and more or less they sound like debates, but I guess when I get into an argument with somebody, I make my points, I assert them, I don't let just people talk over me, I hear their points out, and then I assert myself with the solution. And then if they can't hear that solution, then I step away. And then I go and talk to somebody else about my frustrations. And then I come back to that person when things are calmed down a little bit more. To be fair, I've never heard you yell, so I don't think you can yell. So I don't think you can get to that point. So I, I, I can't. I this I just, is... It's just nope. Nope. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. Well, <laughs> one thing with your saying for real, though, with the saucer thing is, you know, I feel like that's good to have that support and everything, but you you shouldn't always have to depend on other people to calm, like to to get you through that stuff. I don't feel like confrontation is always a problem. Sometimes I get shit done. I agree. That that I I mean I don't disagree with that. I do agree. Sometimes confrontation does get shit done, um, but it it just I don't know. Like I, I said, just feel like it's with, being with, more with assertive, your, like with the people you want in your life, like the people who you and not the people you just want, but the people who are going to be in your life regardless of what you want. Um, you have to find better ways of dealing with them. You have to find better ways of, of resolving issues. And, you know, there are some times where issues just, they don't fully ever get resolved, right? Because it's not, it, it's not, you know, one, two, three, problem fixed. This is not how life goes with everything, right? Sometimes it's one, two, three, we'll take a break. Four, five, and six. And then <laughs> four, five, six, we'll take another break. And then six, seven, eight, we'll take another, you know, like, it's just like, it, it could be like an ongoing process with certain people, especially depending on like their, uh, emotional, you know, intelligence, you know what I'm saying? So you're good. Keep going. You hit the path the wrong way. Yep, okay. Um, we're going to get to the, the next topic here. So then this was once again, one of the things that you sent me, which I, I found <laughs> I found I found kind of comical. It is comical. I don't agree with it. I, I at found all. comical. Now it's not the. Uh, we're gonna skip this second one, okay? Because I don't I don't fully agree with that one. But it's this oh, third thing this here. This one. Okay? okay. Okay. So this chick says, okay. So this man took me on a three day getaway just to ask me to be his girlfriend, okay? And then the chick under beneath says, 
this is how dating should be for women. Mm. Fun, high effort, thoughtfulness, being spoiled. This energy or keep it on the playground. Do uh, you agree with that? I do agree, but I also feel like <clears throat> it should be the same for men. I feel like men should be spoiled as women, but it just happens in different ways. Um, okay. Oh, everyone's laughing because I'm in a room full of guys. So fuck all of you guys. <laughs> Every single one of you. It's okay. But I, here's, here's the thing. I don't think ahead. her example of a three-day vacation is like, that's not the standard I would set. I do believe what she's saying is correct. All that stuff should be put into dating. Mm -hmm. But like a three-day vacation, that's some rich bitch shit. Like, not n no one in Sacramento is going to live like that. You know, like, not right now. I'm just saying, a lot of girls think this way. They do. And they're still single. Okay. And that is... But my point. thing is, they're, they're, <laughs> like, I agree that's, with that, but my standard of all that stuff is way different. Yeah. That, that's, why I, that's why I disagree with this. Um, it, here's the thing, guys. Um, one, uh, as I always say on every episode, you're not entitled. You're not, you're not, you don't, you don't deserve, what you have is what you deserve. That's the truth, right? You reap what you sow, okay? There's that. Two. You have to set clear and proper expectations for what you're going to get. I'm sorry, guys. That is really unsustainable. When women do, men get scared and they run away. No, no, no. This is what I'm talking about. So clear expectations are not always what you say. Clear expectations are also what you do. Okay. Uh, here, here's, a, here's a great example. And it goes so well with this. Because once upon a time, I was that person. Okay. When I came back to California, I kind of fell into some money. Okay. And I started dating a model. Because I had this money, we went on really, really nice trips. Mm -hmm. You know, stayed in five star hotels, resorts, all the shit. I mean, I spent one time on $108 on just my meal alone, just to flex, right? Just to live a good life. We were, you know, we were in that moment. Things were really good. Things were really fun. I, would be saving all I was money. spoiled. She was spoiled. It was, you know, all that stuff that she was just talking. Okay. Then we get into a relationship and that lasts for maybe another two weeks or three weeks or so. And then money runs out. Right. She stopped. Back to, back to reality. Okay. And hold on, hold on. <clears throat> And she was cool with me for like the first two months, <gasps> but then like a month later, it was like, um, "Why are yeah, we doing I'm, this shit?" Yeah, why aren't we doing the stuff that we did when you were dating me? Well, because I can't afford it. Oh well, you know, I thought this was how it's going to be. That's what I mean by clear expectations. Okay, that I get it. If you are, if you're dating for fun, like if you're like one of those people where you're not ready for like a real serious relationship, and you're just like wanting to date just to get new experiences or kind of learn more about yourself and blah, 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 then sure, go for that. You know, there's plenty, there's plenty of dudes out there who just need some tail to, to stick their dick into, and you could be that for a three-day vacation. Um, But that's 
for in real life, like in a real ass relationship where you're going to build with a person and, and, you know, buy a house and raise a family, that's like unsustainable. Like that's like the wrong expectation to set. Can you repeat her question? Um, what you said about it? Cause I don't have that on my paper. Okay. So her, so what she basically stated was that this is how dating should be for women. Okay. So she specifically says for women, but I know you disagree with that, but she says it should be fun. High effort, thoughtfulness, being spoiled, this energy, or keep it on the playground. So in other words, if it's if she's not being spoiled on the date and all this, blah, blah, blah. Like if you're not giving, because let's be honest, right? Not everybody is Christian Grey. Okay? Some people are Prentice Y single. And I live a pretty basic life. You know, I do pretty good for myself, but I drive a Honda Civic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's, it, it is what it is. And if you can't take that and you can't take me for who I am, then go find Christian Gray. There's, there's like 10 of them. I feel like we're so like go, agreeing. Go we're find. agreeing about the same thing because you're saying <clears throat> for the basic person, it like the, those standards need to be lower. That's basically what okay. I just said. It's so, like, you agree with it to a certain extent. I do. And okay, here's the part I guess I disagree with. Um, and I know Roger's probably thinking, oh, Prentice is going to get here. Here he goes being fresh and fit. <laughs> the average girl thinks that they are entitled more to more than what they really are. They they think that they're. Okay, they, they who think, sets the standard for what a woman deserves or not? Social media, Twitter. <laughs> apparently you, if you, if you, you know well, you, don't, you you are setting the standard and you are ahead of what a woman should deserve you don't i mean you don't have a twitter you should go on twitter and see what these women say that they deserve it's ludicrous it's crazy oh i i imagine i imagine because i just think of a bunch of girls from like the bad girls club and those bitches are crazy it's it's kind of worse because like these girls are not bad like they're not mean like they're not mean-spirited like like they're just, they're just like they're just upfront and honest, I guess. No. So social media has like I, we always talk about social media has this way of making people feel really important. And if you're an average looking girl. I mean, guys, we we, we, we not we don't really discriminate. We don't we don't like your photos. And then also too, what we talked about last episode, women, they're not really like haters like that women support other women which is hella dope right so an average looking girl can post on social media a photo and her shit's gonna get blown up she's gonna get comments she's gonna get likes all that right and that makes her feel like shit i'm the shit you know what i mean like there's not a lot of other girls like me out there like so if any guy's gonna get with me like he has to be top he has to be top just like me but they're forgetting that the only thing that that are that's getting attention is looks, and you have to provide more than that. And that's why, like, I have an issue with this is because a lot of a lot of women just only go off of how they feel. Like their their character is based on how they look, right? Like if I look good, then I deserve a three day vacation with some dude who is also fit, also young, also drives a nice car, all that stuff, has a house, blah 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 blah. Right. He's not just taking There's a me bunch on, of girls like that. Yeah. yeah. He's not just taking me on a three day vacation and then going back to an apartment, you know, like. And, and, and not everyone's entitled to that. I'm sorry. You know, no, I agree. I think those standards are fucking crazy. And most of the time, that's why they never are in a healthy relationship. Yeah. But I agree. I agree with her statement, just not her standard. But 
if I ever, well, no, I'm taken now, but if I was single and never got that option for someone to be like, let me take you on a three day vacation to, to, fuck yeah, I would, let me take my, I'll pack my bag right now, right now. Are you kidding me? Look, I'm going to, well, sure. I'm going to say is though, three day vacation comes with very, very clear expectations on what's expected of you as well. I mean, if you if you cool with that, you cool with that. I just think, um, you know, what, what is, I don't have a problem. I don't I don't have a problem with stuff like that. I'm not it's not. Oh, my God, I don't. OK. Hmm. 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 Well, OK, so this is what has always worked for me. OK, when, when it comes to dating and this is you can take this and be like, nah, apprentice, that, that's you know, that's whack, whatever, blah, blah. But here's my advice to men out there. OK, when you take women out on dates, what she's saying in this text all of it's not wrong but not all of it's true okay yes you should always be thoughtful yes you should always have high energy and and yes to your goal your goal should be fun right um but instead of like i would the the part i guess i have the the biggest issue with is the word with spoiled take that shit out okay Get, get rid of that word your your goal when you take a woman out on a date is not to to make her feel spoiled I'm sorry. Her, your goal is to show her realness <clears throat> because the whole purpose of dating is to show or is to see if you guys are the right fit. Okay. I can go out on this date with this chick and my goal could be spoil her and we may not be a right fit. And what did I just do? Nothing. I, I didn't gain anything from it. I didn't show her any realness. I just tried to spoil her, probably spent more money than I should have on a girl who really I could have left the day early. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just like d- the goal, guys, should always be realness. That that should be your number one priority is realness. What if their love language is uh, is is um, receiving gifts? My OK, this might sound like, I guess, kind of acting. My goal is not to feed your love languages on dates. My goal is not when, when like if we're not in a committed relationship, my goal is compatibility, right? Love uh, language is a big part n- of compatibility. Now, let me finish. I'm going to show them who I am. And if they find that incompatible and if I find them incompatible, that's it. But like my goal isn't like, OK, here's a OK, I guess I guess to explain like this. Some guys date girls where they want a girl. And they want a girl so bad and they date her to try to do things that make her happy and do things to try to make her feel good because they just want the girl. I don't I guess I'm a little jaded because. It's it's not it hasn't always been for me where it's like, you know, if I want the girl, there's a chance I might not get her right. Most of the time, like if I want a girl like I'm a her, Right. So like that. That has given me a little bit more privilege when it comes to, I guess, filling her out and being able to say no. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, when I've gone on dates, it's like, hey, I'm trying to figure out, are you right for me? Because if you're not right for me, then, you know, sorry. This is, Shouldn't this it be going. also, am I right for you? Absolutely. And that's why I'm going to give them realness. And that's why she has the ability to tell me no. That's why she has the ability to go apprentice, you know. Hey, this isn't working out. And I'd be like, cool. That's it. But that doesn't really happen too often. I don't know. I, I I think spoiled should be in there. Because, like, for me, like, spoiled, like, 
I don't know, would just be doing, I don't know, for me, is Jody doesn't buy me a lot of gifts. He doesn't buy me, but he makes me feel really spoiled in other ways, like okay. effort and everything. Spoiled in like aspect where I haven't had effort like that from other men. So I feel like you can spoil women in different ways besides money. Okay, I'm not talking about just money, though. I'm just, <clears throat> I, okay. Do you think in any way, shape, or form, that Jody acts unauthentic around you? Not at all. Not at all. I see his full self. I, I agree with that. I think what you get is his character, mm-hmm. right? And in return, you feel spoiled by his character. Not because he's buying you things, as you said. Not because he's taking you on three-day trips, right? Or, or any of this other stuff. He's just giving you him. And you feel spoiled by that. And that, to honestly, is a beautiful thing, right? That's what I'm talking about, right? Like when I'm taking it, why are you sighing? Because you just twisted my words and made twist. it sound so good. And it makes me so mad. Because I, no, I, I didn't, I didn't twist, twist your, you I didn't twist your words. Why could you disagree with me? I didn't twist your words. I just gave you some wisdom, girl. I just, I just put it in real life. That's what it is in real life. If, if he was trying to spoil you and he wasn't being his authentic self, at some point in the relationship, you, you ever heard that expression, you know, where it's like, yeah, we dated and I got to know the real him or the real him at some point came out. That's what that is. You, I mean, that's that's literally what that is. It is them trying to be this persona that you want them to be or them trying to be the persona that they thought would get you. And it worked. And then at some point, their true character comes out. And then that's why you find out who they really were. And you're like, fuck. Who the fuck did I end up with? That's why you don't do that. You just you you just show a person your character. And trust me, there's somebody for everybody out there. There mm-hmm. is. There is. <laughs> there's somebody for there's somebody for everybody out there. If Roger, you just show it. people your character. People, some people need to be alone, Roger. <laughs> if you just show people your character no. and they show you theirs, you will find compatibility in that. You will. And then when you get into relationship, then we can start adding on all the stuff that are relationship like stuff like, hey, let me try to figure out, you know, how could I be a better man for you? You know, like that's a stuff. lot of men don't ask that question. That's no, I never, I've, I've never asked that question, but that question gets asked in other ways, like uh, like mm-hmm. what's your love languages or how are you feeling today? Mm-hmm. You know, like or what do you need or even an argument, you know, like. What's going on? Like, fuck, what do, what do I need to do better? You know, something like that. It's, it's, I'm, not, I'm not one of them fucking, like, corny Rico Suave dudes who'd be, how could I serve you? Like, I'm not that shit. Like, that's not me. Well, that's, <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm just, well, what's the next topic, bartender? Uh, well, we got, we got it right here. Um, I'm done talking about this. Okay. The ne- the, well, the next topic, I got it right here, bartender. There you go. Um, and actually kind of goes along with this. If there's toxic masculinity... Is there toxic femininity? That's where it sounds funny. Femininity. Um, okay, what is your definition of toxic masculinity? You want to know my definition of toxic masculinity? Yeah. There isn't. I don't believe in toxic masculinity. I don't. I don't. You don't? No, I don't. Why? I think that it's not. Okay, so... When you say there's toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. what you kind of make it more or less is like a man problem. And I don't think it's a I don't think it's a man problem. I think it's more of just a personality like d- defect in a way. 
Um, I think the, the reason why I feel that way is because I do agree with this be, in the sense of anyone could be toxic. Anyone could display like a, a certain level of entitlement or a certain level of narcissist, you know, like narcissism. And that's really what, you know, what people define toxic masculinity as. It's really just another word for narcissism. Think about like what's your definition? Like, how do you define toxic masculinity? I don't, I don't know how to put it in. I don't, I don't know how to put it into my own words. But when I search it, it says the concept of toxic masculinity is used in academic and media discussions of masculinity to refer to certain cultural norms that are associated with harm to society and men themselves. So, give me a second. Yeah, they're going to give an example. That was a very like vague that was example have to behave so it's like basically toxic masculinity is like just like it's kind of bullying men into how they should behave and stuff like that that's yeah i just i don't know i don't know how to how to explain it but i do feel like there's toxic nicks for both sexes like from what i see a lot it's like for women they bash men a lot on the internet and I don't know what to consider that, but like this question, that's the first thing I thought of for like feminine, fem, uh, women toxicity or whatever. Women bash on men all the fucking time on mm-hmm. the internet. Oh, I hate men that breathe and all this bullshit. And it's just, it, I feel like that's really, I feel like that's toxic. I feel like that would, would that be considered to- toxic masculinity? No. No, it's just toxic. But, but women, but men could do the same thing, right? Men okay, could okay, bash on. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, like, the reason why I just don't like that label of where we're just putting it onto, like, one, like, gender or one sex. Or well, it's because there's two, it's two different things. Specifically to, like, two men is, that's toxic masculinity because their standards are different than women. But women do the same thing to each other. They do it all the time. Actually, I mean, if you really, really want to go there, women invented that shit. Think about it. Women have always since the beginning of time criticized other women for what they wear, how they walk, how they look, their body types. Where do you think they got that, that from? From men talking to them like that. Men used to talk to women like that all the time and degrade women because they thought they could. Yeah. Where do you fuck you think they got that from? That's toxic. Men. men. That's toxic. Okay, you're saying what okay, hold on, hold on. We're we're going back. Uh-huh. You said a woman probably started. I don't believe that. I feel like men started it because men have always I believe. They always feel like they have a right that they can do whatever they want. Maybe not. Really? It's not as much now, but back then, back then, yeah. maybe that's not a men b- thought maybe they ruled the world. And uh, how long did it take for women to get fucking rights to be able to say anything? Is my point. Yeah, oh yeah. Men started this shit. Oh yeah. For sure, women did not. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold you on that. I mean, you abs- You right on that. You're right on that. Can but what, we need to record that? <laughs> you talking about snippet? Yeah, we need a snippet. Clip we that. need. We okay, need we'll to clip, clip that. that. Uh, no, you. No, you're absolutely right about that. I'm talking about the criticism, though, of women doing it to other women. I don't like for their looks and all that stuff. I really believe that started with women. I do. Um, but I'm but, saying, but where do you get, think they got that behavior? Where do you think they learned that from was I, men? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I guess part of it is. Um, I'm. I was born in 92. (laughs) Like I I just, I wasn't there at the start of it. So um, I just see how women treat each other now versus how men treat women now. 
men still definitely have to level up in the way that they treat women. However, I do feel like the way women treat other women is far worse. I feel like it's a lot more. And I feel like the things that women criticize other women are, or other women on are things that are far more important to women. Like once again, looks like what you wear. Men don't really care about that stuff. What women do women criticize women for that stuff all the time. Um, I would even, you know, I don't have all the information in front of me. Um, but if I were just to go off of my, my own environment, even the talks of the Roe versus Wade, you know, most of the, the allies and the, the, the people who were against it were women. I saw most of the people who had an opinion about it, even though a lot of, I, I get it. I, I don't want to stay on this too long. Wait, even okay. though a lot of people are like, you know, men should not be able to, you know, say what a woman, women should do, be able to do with their bodies. I a hundred percent agree with that. And most of our lawmakers are men. But when I look on like social media and stuff like that, what I see the most people who have an opinion about it, good or bad are women. Well, why do you think? Because it has to do with our body. No, what I'm saying is... You said is, good or bad. Yes, meaning like women who are for Roe Ro versus Wade, as in like getting it back, and the people who were for the appeal of it. What I saw was mostly women on both sides. I, I saw, saw no... I saw... I have a sh I'm on Facebook all the time, and yeah. I probably saw two people that were for it. And it kind of makes me... I lose a little respect, honestly. Honestly, me, me too. I have some family, and if if they ever see this, they know how. I mean, honestly, it made me lose a little bit of respect. Um, but I do. I have barely seen any women supporting this. I oh, don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't see I, anything to prove that. I okay. I, mean, I guess, like I said, <laughs> I, mean, I, just, Fox I guess Fox News supports I guess just, that, and all those fuckers on there. Yeah, I guess just my my own environment. Until their husbands have an affair, and then their side chicks need an abortion. When they're gonna do then? Yeah. I guess it's just my own environment. Like just from my own environment, I saw mostly women have an opinion about it, whether it's, you know, for or, or against it. Um, of course, there were men who did. And there were a lot. I mean, I saw a ton of men that were allies for it. Like oh, yeah. allies for the, not the appeal of because it. Because most. Allies, That's cool. Good. Okay, but, cool. But allies for like, you know, not appealing it. Like, I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Here, I see more. I see more big social media of people not not supporting it. But as far as like real real people, and yeah. I mean social media, I mean like political stuff. Okay. Um, but as far as real people goes, like the real fucking world, there's not that many people that I've seen that support the appeal. Mm. I feel like it's a lot of people that are like you're seeing them supporting it are people that are politicians or stuff like that. I'm on, I'm seeing real people. I don't believe I that. I, I am. I'm oh, not. I lose respect for all those people that you saw. <laughs> I do too. I did too. Like it was, it was uh, pretty disheartening. Honest, it is. It's really honest sad. To God. Yeah. Well, oh I mean, man, that got me fired up a little bit. Did I hear the bartender say last call? Yep, bartender. What's that? What's that last question? <clears throat> I've got a pretty good one for you. Let's I hope. hear it. I pray. <laughs> Which one of you two would survive longer outdoors? Oh, I would. Prentice doesn't like camping. I want to say I don't like camping. Um, okay, that proves my answer right there. Because you should have been like, yeah, I like camping. 
But you don't like it. I would. I, I would. I would. Potentially. I got more fat on my body, too. So if we had to starve to death, I'd, I would I would last longer. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. For real. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, I've only camped maybe like three times or four times my whole life. I'm sure like you look We're like, going on a camping your, trip next your, your summer. Fa- I think we were talking about your that. Your family looks like you guys camp every year. What is that supposed to mean? Huh? Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do partake in camping. Okay. We, See, we don't stereotypes do Stereotypes are not that bad. I'm joking. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> don't get us canceled before we even get going. Uh, that's funny. Um, uh, no, we haven't done it in a while, but camping is really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. You probably win because of that. I feel like my outdoors knowledge is not like not there. And but, I've been I've been I've been kind of binge watching alone on Netflix. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I know how to build <laughs> build yeah. a, a I f- shelter. I feel like moss, it, sticks, if we had to stay outside, tarp. I'd find some way to get back inside. I'd, I'd cut a <laughs> hole in the tree and make a house out of it. Something It'd like, be like, a- <laughs> like we're not gonna stay out here. Right, you would lose all your energy doing that, and then you would just like just die of exhaustion outside that Maybe. tree. Climbing into that tree, you'd about die halfway in there. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Or or hear an animal sound and just take the fuck off. I, you know, I'm really surprised you didn't say you would win just to be like the, you know, the big old like I am a realistic macho. person. I live in true. I live in reality. So do I. So my reality knows Prentice is not like an outdoorsy person. <laughs> just like is maybe in the you know the the you know multiverse is the outdoorsy you like glamping out there. you're total glamper oh no i hate glamping no 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 why is it no, not no. camping enough yeah yeah glamping <laughs> glamping feels you make no sense no you make no sense listen if i do something i like to do it for real like i'm that, that's the type of person but I, only if, like once or twice in my lifetime yeah there we go i do it <laughs> three or four times in my lifetime i don't i mean it's fun but it's like you know it, it's it's fun. My family didn't do it. That's why I haven't really done it a lot. So, you your know, kids have, so your kids have never been camping? No, 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 no. My family, like growing up when I was a kid, we didn't. Mm-hmm. We I know, never but you're went. saying so you don't. So have you taken the kids camping? Every time I've went camping, has been an adult. Oh, okay. So yes, the kids have gone camping. Uh, um, real quick, uh, just for the people at home, could you explain what glamping is, just in case they don't know? So oh. glamping is when you're barely camping. You take an RV and you have a tent that fits 16 people and it has a couch in there. But there's only two people. You have you have a blow up bed. You have uh, a fucking gas stove, so you don't actually make a fucking fire ever once. And all the food is already pre cooked. It's already pre made for you. You don't have to do anything. Matter of fact, your bed is not a blow up bed. You you sleep on a cot. The closest thing to a bed. It's not camping. You have TV and a video game, and somehow somehow. You found a way to get Wi-Fi out there. Hotspot. She knows. I don't glamp. I, I fucking. I don't glamp either, motherfucker. <laughs> I just know technology, <laughs> asshole. And that's you're describing like lu- like luxury glamping is like it's just not it. It is that you made it sound so fucking dramatic. <laughs> I mean, it is, but damn, it, it's not that, but it is. It is, and I, and that question was towards me. Okay. Was it? Yes, I said it. You said glamping? Yes. I don't glamp. I said you probably like glamping then. No, I don't. I'm out there. I really be. I said it. Hold on, hold on. Peanut gallery. I said it. They're over there having a little debate. Sign language debate over there. I I did it. Mm -mm. I really be doing it. If I I go to a campsite and I start seeing porta potties, I go further. (laughs) 
I go, I drive further. I'm like, we're in the wrong place. This is for the beginners. If you're not pooping in the woods, are you even really camping? Nah, bro. Like, we got to get further, dog. We got garbage cans. Nope. Got to go further. We got to go to where the bears are. We got to hang our garbage in the tree. Come on. Let's go. Let's really do this shit. Megan, if you camp with me, I'm telling you, it's going to be... It's gonna be a good time. Have you ever had bears come into your campsite? No, nah, because I know how I to, have. Because I know. And how let to... me tell you, it ain't no just fucking picnic. He ain't just gonna be nice. Yogi this bear. Time. No Yogi bear. No <laughs> Yogi bear. <laughs> no, no boo boo. None of that. Those motherfuckers no. are vicious. No, we really. They're scary. They we break really cars. Be camping. I bring no. my. Bullshit. I bring my fishing. I bring I my fishing bullshit. poles too. Whatever we, whatever we catch, we eat it that day. We don't catch nothing. We starve. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, exactly. At the lake, we caught a fish. We ate dinner that day. I'm telling you, we really be doing that shit, Megan. I don't believe you for one fucking second that you if don't. you went camping and there was a bear, you'd just be like, No, I didn't say I'd be like this. I said the bears don't come because I hang up my garbage high enough. They won't come, you said? No. Bears can climb. Exactly. They get up in the tree, dog. They don't come after me. But they're uh, they're going to come into your campsite because you hang the... No, no, no. You hang it off your campsite. Okay, but that's still like... That's just like a, like a flare. Hey, trash over here. Maybe if you just walk a little bit over What's that the way, there's more shit. of it being in the garbage can? The garbage can not even covered. Most campsites have locked garbage cans because no. of bears. See, you don't know seeing. that because you don't camp. No, I don't know that because I don't glamp. I don't glamp. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know that because camp. I don't, don't glamp. Don't do not come at me with no, my camping no, skills. No lighter oh, fluid. Disre- that's disrespectful. This may be our first fight. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I love camping and I'm a true camper. I'm not a glamper. My aunt is a glamper. Okay. I am not. We be out here <laughs> in the woods. No, he does not. He be out. We be home. using we be using pine sticks. <laughs> He's at home. We be using pine sticks for for lighter fluid. We be. <laughs> That's not how that works. We be uh, we be really out here. Come on, come on, come. You be using the sun. Come to get sh- there you <laughs> go. Absolutely, absolutely. We get all energy from the sun. That's how we wake. <laughs> There we go. No I fucking, uh, what's that? What's that, what's that? What's that shit that people cut on their skin to not burn? What's that shit called? Yeah, see, I don't do none of that. He's fucking out there, bro. Okay, <laughs> I can't help it. We actually just learned about this today in school. <laughs> I can't help it that I need sunscreen, okay? I don't have melanin in my skin, okay? They taught you that in school? Yes, that's, that's what, good. I'm, a, I'm an esthetician. Good for them. I'm I glad will y'all be. teaching about melanin and stuff. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't have any in my skin, so I fucking burn. Mm, I got a lot of melanin. That's a gift with melanin, man. I'm a melan- exactly. It's a gift. It's a gift. It is a gift. It's a gift. What the fuck ever? <laughs> Sounded like I you were calling him like, the melanin like, man. I turn red as like a strawberry. It's not fun. I hate sun. I hate getting sunburned. Stop laughing at oh, me. God. It's not fair. All right, we go end the year. This has been. <laughs> Happy oh. hour. <laughs> wrong, wrong. This has been happy hour. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening and watching. If you are still listening and or if you're still watching, subscribe. Um, and comment. <laughs> I don't ever do this. And leave a five-star review on your podcatcher. And don't forget to leave a happy birthday in the comments for our dear, lovely Megan. Yay, 28. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. No, no. We're going to cut this off. Happy birthday. <laughs> the camera just falls on the ground. <laughs> Happy birthday. All right. Peace out. Bye. Bye.